And we're back with more Down Breakdown. I'm your host at Yesman Outfitter. Coming straight off the island that Emo built. And live from the hive, our boy Mikey CLT. Mikey, how you doing, buddy? Happy St. Patrick's Day. That was was bad, huh? (laughs) What the fuck is that? I know I've been cursing a lot lately, and my mom told me I have to stop, but that's I'm not going to allow that shit to happen. Uh, I'm like the worst Irish guy ever. My name is freaking Michael Patrick Ryan, and I didn't have any corned beef and cabbage today. No Irish soda bread. Not a single beer. I'm like the worst. Disgusting. You're not even hungover. No, dude. I did like yard work today. Uh <sighs> Put some fertilizer down on my hydrangeas. Just, you know, doing old man stuff. Almost went to Lowe's, but you didn't know if you had enough time. That's right. You're, yeah. That's what you got to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love I love my life of uh, live fast, die hard, I guess. <laughs> I, dude, I had a weekend. You're, you were killing me for it. I mean, it was, it was fun. Brett from philly at a certain point text me like you realize that you're you're on borrowed time right now right you know like what are you doing <laughs> so we had uh friday we had one of the will from the mob it was his birthday um and he did an open bar at offside so we all went in and hung out with him and celebrated his birthday um which was awesome and then um carver texted us and was like hey um I'm going to be around after work. I get out of work really late um, because he works for a radio station. So he's like, you know, I'll stop and say hi before I leave. So he said, okay. So that pushed our departure back a couple of hours. And then we were just having so much fun. We decided we would stay until um, Nick, the owner, kicked us out, which was about 430 in the morning. So uh <laughs> i do not miss those nights man yeah so then we went over across town and we stayed in our one friend's apartment and she was awesome letting us do that and then uh woke up the next morning and went right back over to the bar and set up and um got ready and sold uh sold the in the back during the game that was a tough loss uh i was texting boz the whole time and said that he is my enemy for the moment and he was laughing and uh you know that was a tough one hated to see that but uh yeah it was a real lose lose situation like you know detroit wants to lose those lose those games and we need to win those games and yeah i mean i know i'm not um entirely sure um i don't know where i stand on the whole tanking thing like i just think that it's a really players are down for that like you know these guys are the most competitive human beings around like for sure. Even though they know that it's going to better their team in the future, they just can't do. They can't lose games. They would drive them crazy. Yeah, for sure. And um, I you know, you know, most most times tanking doesn't exactly mean like they're going out of their way to try and lose. It's just that the ownership is putting out the youngest um pieces and trying out some new things just to um with no real regard for consistency, just to see what they have for next year, but. I'm not exactly sure if um, tanking is real. I mean, look at the Islanders. The the Islanders are the best case. Like they basically, their team is basically intact from last year. Minus, you know, minus, um, you know, very very small, insignificant pieces. And 
Um, it's the same team, and the the coach. It's just different coach, and look what happened. New system, you know. So I'm not exactly sure what you know, quote unquote, tanking does, except give an excuse to, um, you know, a team that's struggling's fan base to be okay with losing. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like it's a cop out. Like, oh, my team loses, but I, like I'm smarter for hoping that they lose because in the end it'll help us and like so I'm gonna clap like fuck out of here bro like your team's you're not even guaranteed to get that first overall pick like you know there's still a lot of you know slide down a few positions yeah it just doesn't make any sense to me uh except it's you know just gives people a reason to be okay with losing um but yeah so after the game um my, I was supposed to go to my cousin's. Um, Jillian Fisher was at offside. How was uh, that? Was she? Is she like cool and outgoing in person, or is she that just is all- at, she is super nice, man? I was so pleasantly su- not surprised. Uh, just you know, she just very very nice, happy person. She had a dope blue, white, and orange jacket that looked like a star jacket. I could I don't can't remember if it had an Islanders logo on it, but it was definitely blue, white, and orange. Um uh, I don't know where she got it from. It was old. It was dope. I, she told me, but I forgot. Um but she was really nice. We took a picture. I just uh I just posted it um to remind her that we are now again first place in the metro. We'll get to that in the closer. But um yeah, so left there, and to make a long story short, go, going to my cousin's over by the UN was, like, just a horrible situation, and I ended up having to walk, f- like, 14 blocks to get there, um, and my phone had died on the way there, so I wasn't answering anybody, which is probably not the best time to go radio silent when everybody in the world knows that you're out drinking in the middle of New York City on St. Patrick's Day, so... There are definitely a lot of folks out there that thought I was arrested or not. That, of this, that my friend is called a weekend bender. Not, not, not of this world. Listen, I'm a good person. I, 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 I take. I, we joke around. I mean, the, the. Yeah, I guess there's really no way to defend myself. Like I'm, I'm gonna try, but there's a hey, bunch of videos. We've all been there. We've all been there's a there. bunch of. Yeah, there's a bunch of viral videos of me on the internet shotgunning beers in various outdoor locations. So it's going to be a tough sell. But listen, I, you know, enjoy responsibly. I've never really gotten into um, in over my head. Um, and I advise you to do the same. And uh, especially when you have to go to a lot of away games like I do, you learn how to keep your head about you and be respectful of others. So. You know, I mean, I'm you're not gonna. I'm quiet as a church mouse next week in Philly. Yeah. So what? What's uh some updates you got for Philly? Because that felt like it was so long and like far into the future, and now look at us. We're that game's next weekend. Yeah. Welcome to my everyday life, where <laughs> where I get out in front of it and plan something really really far away, and then I sneaks up on you um yeah i mean i'm stoked brett's stoked um they're um 
They're a little bit out of it, the the Flyers, but they have whooped our ass these last two games, and it hasn't been pretty. So, um, kind of um, interested to see the how we'll be received when we're there. I mean, it's a trash city, so these trash people are probably going to have a problem with us coming in. They'll make it seem like it's a big deal that they have kicked our ass, but it's not. Um, they're not going to make the playoffs. Carter Hart sucks. And... Um, yeah, and it's going to be good. I'm excited for brunch. We we talk about brunch. Um, we talked about brunch, which is very funny now that I think about it. That it's going to come full Yeah, there was like a 10-minute so really... brunch conversation. I'm a buddy, big brunch guy. See, I'm not. I, I hate breakfast food. Like, really Shocker. hate it. Shocker. I'm a big, like, lunch guy. I think so. you're a hipster. I like I don't know, like I'm I'm trying to think. I think you're a hipster. Hey. You drink kombucha, you don't like universally loved things, you're buying CDs. You well, CDs are what's up, man, because by looking at the grayscale um credit page on their C D album. I saw that they gave a, a shout out to Wayne Simmons, which I thought was freaking hysterical. Yeah, it's dope. Um, that is pretty funny. But uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna ask you to try and remember to um get a typewriter with Wi-Fi, so that way we can continue doing the the podcast. <laughs> uh, those exist. Is that a uh, new thing? I hope they do, or else Bar Down Breakdown is going to be in a bit of uh, a bit of trouble. So, um, yeah, so we've already motioned to it, but we'll bring it up now. Obviously, we've done a very good job booking things in the order in which the teams we're playing down the stretch right now. So it, it just perfectly lined up, and uh, we were able to get Andrew Kahn from Grayscale on here, and Mikey just saw them with uh, State Champs, Dangerous Summer, um, and our last night down in charlotte so um it was a great opportunity to catch back up with him talk about the show talk about touring in general and um his love for the flyers and uh the broad street bullies and uh get it all going so mikey yeah i'm just like you know the the pop punk genre is like my cup of tea right now and it has been for a few years so you know i wasn't like really on the grayscale bus until this tour was announced and i went and checked out all the bands and i was like all right this band is one that i definitely want to see so you know their set was awesome i bought both their cds that they were selling at the merch table and they're going to be on heavy rotation and caitlin my wife actually is probably a bigger fan than i am she's loving them right now yeah, yeah, she's been pretty uh, vocal about it. So I've, um, I'm, I love it. I, I've, you know, I, I love them too. I, they're, again, pretty new, just like Capstan. Um, kind of just found out about them as of late. I actually did know them because I, as I brought it up, I did bring it up um, with them. Uh, you know, I, I heard their, their, their track on uh, Punko's uh, pop. But nonetheless, uh, let's get to. The interview. So this is Andrew Kine from Grayscale. Place the stone on the pedal and jumps with me down in the backseat. Barely standing, but I better run. 
right, we're back in the box, Mikey. We got our boy Andrew Kine from Grayscale. Andrew, how are you, man? How are we doing, boys? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks for hopping on. I know you're touring the world right now. Uh, where exactly are you sitting right right now? Uh, we are stopping off. We're in on a day off right now. Uh, we're in Kansas City. Um, I think we're about to go get dinner with State Champs in a little bit. I think that's the plan. <laughs> Not Some a big deal. Factory. <laughs> that's pretty factory, huge man <laughs> no it'll be really fun yeah it should be a good day off a lot of driving though were you thinking chilies chilies sounds like an option for for, for dinner is always a good option their appetizers very solid yeah i feel like it's a good good option <laughs> so i heard everything you're saying in the background uh they just waved off that goal so it's been a good day for me besides being <laughs> super duper dehydrated but um yeah so um, you guys are out on tour, Mikey. You just you just hung out with with them, right? You just saw them, so yeah, I saw yeah. them Wednesday night in Charlotte. Uh, a, a nice sold out crowd. Um, pretty pretty much pretty much every night has been sold out, right? Yeah, um, I think there's been there's been like two exceptions, but they've possibly been the best shows, which is kind of funny. Like it's it's if it's not sold out, it's like ten tickets short. Oh, man, okay. so state so champs got to got to buy those up. <laughs> right? nah. Isn't that what, what sometimes fans do when there's only like a handful left? They'll just buy them. So I don't they know. Can they put do the, the sold out. I think I've heard that. I, I think I actually heard Shane from Silverstein talking about that with uh, okay. with uh, movements because Shane has his uh, podcast that he does, like the lead singer syndrome. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how movements sold out like every show except two and he was like dude you got to buy those tickets come on that was a rookie mistake <laughs> <laughs> make that whole tour sell out yeah yeah i think that's that that's what i guess sometimes bands do but <laughs> i guess i guess so unbeknownst to me jeez so but, uh, you said um you said that the like the the show the two shows that didn't that didn't sell out like they were really good shows like oh they were oh, great shows I've always wondered, and not you know, obviously, you, you know, you, you mess with the set list and you can change st- stuff up. But I mean, generally speaking, you, like what what makes a good show to you? Like what um, constitutes that? It's uh, really for me, like crowd involvement. I mean, sometimes you just, it just depends on the crowd and how they're feeling that day. Like it's as I mean, you can do your best playing wise, like. Obviously, you can make some mistakes here and there that will affect the mood of the crowd or whatever. But, like, sometimes you walk into a place and you just know the crowd is, like, alive. And you start playing. They're already into it. They're already involved, invested. Um, it's kind of one of those things you can tell in the first two minutes of playing. But it's really up to, the, like, everyone watching, I guess. It's pretty funny. I also have that sense where I know in the first two minutes of the Islanders playing at a home game if they're going to be good or not. We actually spoke. <laughs> yeah. About it on the list. Anyway, no, that's funny. I, yeah, but uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, you listen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I checked oh, it out. Dope. Thanks, man. Um, but uh, yeah. So, cause always, whenever you're in the crowd, I always feel like somebody like they're like, you got to make this. Like, you guys are the best crowd of, of the tour so far. Like, you're like, all right, you definitely say that every night. But like, I always <laughs> wondered what constitutes a good night. So yeah, crowd involvement for sure. Like sounds like oh yeah it's it's huge i mean there's definitely something about like looking out in the crowd and everyone's going nuts versus everyone just staring at you with blank faces 
Hey, that, does that happen? <laughs> oh yeah, it happens. Uh, who buys a ticket? I mean, especially the type of music we we listen to. Like, who buys a ticket and just doesn't get inv- involved? Man. I mean, most most <laughs> of the shows me. are. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Most of the shows are in in our scene are um, general admission tickets. You know what I mean? So like, you're gonna stand mm-hmm. there in a large group of people, like belt it out, have fun, dance, do your thing. I don't know. You know. Oh yeah, it's interesting too because like sometimes you'll have those shows and you feel like it went horribly, mm-hmm. and then you go to, you're at the merch table or whatever later, and everyone's coming up to you like, "Wow, that was awesome, guys! Like, great job!" And you're like, "It did not appear that way on stage, yeah. but I you guess guys have a funny way of showing it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's just people who don't know your music per se, and mm-hmm. you're just making new fans, which is also I don't know. It's it's kind of like a, a gray area, I guess. Yeah, which is a situation you guys are, you know, relatively new to me and, and me and Mikey. So um, definitely made fans out of us. And it's awesome. Um, awesome yeah, it's all, no, yeah, no problem. But um, yeah, so the reason we have you on is because you are a big time Flyers fan. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big so <laughs> so go so go over that. So where did so um, how did that start and where, you know, where are you at with that? Oh yeah. Well, um, I mean, growing up, I was in like a pretty big sports family. I would say did all did all the sports, all that stuff. Uh, my dad is a humongous, humongous uh, Philadelphia sports fan. Like it's just in his blood. It's in our blood. Like we grew up with it. It's it's always on the TV. Like any game it's on, it's on our TV. Um, I was really big into when we were growing up. We had we were in this small neighborhood. We had a bunch of kids same age. Always playing roller hockey. We had like goalie gloves, pads. We had the nets, everything. So like, as kids, we were always outside rollerblading, ice skating, anything we could do to play hockey. And I think that kind of just translated into this like loving the sport itself. And then that obviously just being a Philadelphia, like a Philadelphia uh, fan in general, and that kind of a family, like that fan base. Um, yeah, I just picked up Flyers, my team, since I was, I guess. Birth. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. how it works man you know yeah you're a fan for I life think i would be disowned if i <laughs> if i wasn't a flyers fan so are you are you uh in like did you grow up in the suburbs of philly or were you actually in uh yeah 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 um probably about like 30 minutes outside the city i want to say about uh yeah i know when, when you get actually when you get a little bit west of me and when you go north of the city, everyone's Penguins fans. It's really interesting. Yeah, that's weird. But, yeah, and then you got probably some Devils fans too, right? If you go oh, yeah. to Philly a little bit. Oh yeah. There's, so, yeah. there's a lot of Devils fans like within Philly because it's just so everything's so close together there. I feel like the Flyers, like just the sport of hockey, and like forgive me if I'm like pigeon. I just feel like like the flyers are, are so emblematic of the teams of the city. Oh like yeah. The team is so a, emblematic yeah. of Philly. I feel like Philly gets uh, like a tough rep. It has that like gritty, like hometown, like very like family oriented, like tough city kind of thing. Right. And the flyers. Yeah. They, they represent that to a T it's perfect. They, like, right. they fit the city of Philadelphia so well. Yeah. I've never thought of the Eagles as like, big tough guys or like the Sixers to really be like, I don't know, emblematic of Philly. I thought like whenever I think, I mean, obviously I'm a hockey fan, but whenever I think Philly, I think, I think Flyers just because like even the colors and like the 
Oh yeah. Game and like, yeah, all that for sure. Like, I I just always think that they go hand in hand. Yeah, so, I agree. I mean, I think the Eagles and the Phillies and the Sixers like all all have their place in Philadelphia history. But like at the root of it, I really feel that the Philadelphia is a hockey town. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that being said, um, we are actually coming through next week <laughs> when, when the Irish oh, oh, play yeah. Philly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're coming to go duke Best it out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be bad. We can't beat you fuckers, man. I know, I know. It's tough. And Mikey and I talked about it. Yeah, no, that's okay. Well, I was actually texting Boz last, uh, yesterday. I was at one o'clock and I was like, you're a good person, but for the next two and a half hours, you are my enemy. (laughs) And he's like, I don't want to win. Like he was saying, he he wants those two guys. He wants those guys in the draft. Yeah. 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 Every time they, when they score both times, they can get man. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But I, I think they'll bounce back. Like I'm wondering where you guys would be Carter Hart, man. He looks like the real deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been saying that for years about Flyers goalies, though, so we will have to wait and see. Yeah, it's good. It's a good point. Remember, what you had eight of them this year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Eight different goalies. goalies Ever since, uh, what is it, uh, Pelly Lindbergh? Or is that the right name? I can't remember the name. Yeah, we just, uh, hey, goaltending is just like, geez. It's tough to come by. It's a struggle for us, yeah. Yeah. Seems that everyone else gets goalies, and they have like these franchise goalies for 10, 15 years, and the Flyers have eight goalies this season. Yeah, not <laughs> so us. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, we've never <laughs> yeah, had really. that. Yeah, but I know exactly how you're feeling. So, um, so you guys actually had that stadium series uh, game this year. What were your takes yeah. on that? Because I always feel like that's like the the stepbrother to the Winter Classic. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, my brother actually went down to it. I was supposed to go. Um, figured I'd save money for tour and just not really like because tickets are outrageously expensive. And uh, yeah, no, it was um, man, it was awesome. I, like, not what I expected as the outcome at all. But yeah, the the same series is awesome. It, it kind of like I think the Flyers were in kind of a, obviously in a rut, and that game kind of revitalized the team a little bit. I would say. Seemed that like picked up everyone's spirits a little bit. Now we're on. We're I mean we're playing better. It seems that second half of the season we're starting to get like uh play a little bit better, play a little smoother, a little faster. Um, I think that game really helped. Yeah, for yeah. sure. What do you feel about the helmets of, of, of that game? Uh not a fan. Not a fan. It was weird, right? At yeah, first it was, I, I thought the jerseys were a little. I mean, I don't know. Not my not my favorite outdoor game jerseys. Yeah, I it's a cool matchup though. I mean, you got like to have the black and yellow versus the black and orange. It's like I always yeah. thought it was pretty cool. I prefer black and I actually like uh, now that I thought about it, I just confused myself. <laughs> Aren't you colorblind? Like, Can you see even those colors? You know what, man? Nobody really. <laughs> man. I'm a graphic designer. I'm doing just fine. So. <laughs> Rough. Yeah, I really like the uh there was I guess the winter classic game. The the jersey uh when we played the Rangers, those jerseys were probably my favorite jerseys they came out with. Yeah, the for sure. Were sick. I like when you guys use the the cream color like the off white instead of the yes. white. Yes. Yes. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. 
Because I, I don't know. I hate. I like when people find an interesting way to not use white. If you know, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Just white is just kind of boring. But uh, yeah, yeah. What a game, though. What a game. Oh, oh yeah. That comeback was unbelievable. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I I actually left work thinking, oh sick, like we lost another outdoor game. Great. And I pull I pull in from work, and my dad's like, "You'll never believe what just happened. Like we yeah. just won." And I'm like, "What?" I had to go back and watch it. Oh man, I was. I couldn't believe I missed it. I was, I was so bummed. So, so I went back and watched it like a minute later. It was great. And it helped us out. Yeah, true, true. That was actually um, that was actually the, the first night we played when we were in Toronto, I think. No. No, I'm sorry. Wait, it was in February, right? That was that was jeez, uh, I cannot remember. Guys, I watched it at Offside, Mike, if you know. So there's a bar in New York City that's an Islander bar, and there was an event there that night because we were all watching that game. So there had to be something. There had to be something going on, but whatever. Anyways, yeah, I remember when you guys had Briz. I watched it. that was the first time I ever saw a twenty four seven when you guys had Briz Gallo. Oh yeah, and you were playing the Rangers. That was really the, uh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like the universe is humongous big or whatever he yeah, was saying. Yeah, oh was yeah, wild. he was out was there. So he funny. was a weirdo. It was wild. Oh, it was so funny. Really, I mean, oh man, it's a shame. He was really inter- like really entertaining. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So y- you guys lost a-, a huge piece of your team this season, but then you gained back gritty. So are you <laughs> cool? <laughs> are you cool with losing Wayne Simmons and getting gritty? I mean, I don't think I would take that trade per se, but I do love gritty. I do. <laughs> I I love. Gr- He's so pr- whoever came up with gritty. Did such a perfect job at mark, like like the most perfect marketing job I've ever seen, ever. Like they just they just realized that everyone is like into trolling these days and all this stuff. And they're like, I think it was completely on purpose. Like whoever made him was just like, let's make him terrible, and everyone will love it. Yeah, it's literally perfect. It's awesome. But whoever is the mascot is also fantastic because like, oh yeah, he went streaking at that at that (laughs) yeah. At the stadium, that was like the funniest control. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, the things he does are so funny. I really, whoever came up, whoever's behind him is a genius. It's got to be the fanatic, dude. <laughs> but they're on got, this, they, they've been together. They've been spotted together. You know, walk around the stadiums. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely a team of people that are in the that are in the costumes, like to do oh, certain yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? But, like fanatic, fanatic was always super funny to me. Oh, fanatic is great. He's such yeah. a good mascot. Yeah, so when they did the gritty, I was like, "Well, this has just got to be the fanatic, like oh, yeah. same the same people that run that whole thing." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When gritty went, about Simmons, though. Jeez. Yeah, I, I that sucks. I feel like he was. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he did a lot for like inner city kids and like yeah, introducing yeah, them to not the game just of hockey. hockey. Yeah, he was huge for that. It was awesome. And he just like he really like as a hockey player, very much in my opinion, embodies. Flyers hockey, like tough, gritty player per se. Yeah, he's kind of like a Scott Scott Hartnell. I feel like they had a yes. very similar game. Yeah, he. I mean, he's like a garbage bowl getter. Like he's the guy in front of the net who's going to shove you out of the way and get points. But he, he's so tough, and he just fit the team so well. And obviously, yeah. like you can tell, like he's been playing with those guys for so long. There was like a good bond there within the team. Yeah. Um, he was, I mean, he was my favorite fly. I mean, oh, I would have taken easily. him in a heartbeat. 
Like, yeah, man, throw him on the third line. I, I think uh, he'd do some damage. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, like that was a really big cap move, like a uh, salary cap move. Pretty sure this was why they did that. But still, yeah, a bit of a dump. Of all yep. players, man. Yeah, it sucks. it sucks to see him go. But you guys got some good stuff coming up. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, uh, no, we. The young talent on the way up is is good, I'm sure. And I know that we got we have goaltenders and we have defensemen on their way up, but it's just a matter of what they pan, like whether they pan out or not. Like all the guys who've come up have great first seasons, and then they're just coasting. It seems like they're not really panning out the way you thought. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Shane Goss Goss's bear. He kind of yeah. has. Yeah, even Prover a little bit. Well, he he had an outrageous first season. Like I don't think anyone could have projected that or explained that but like it's not even close anymore to what it was which is what's bum- like bumming me out i guess yeah i always wondered how he ended up on philly too because his last name is so silly and <laughs> they those people normally end up on detroit we told boz that the other day so like yeah. that is one of the like what a name to be good at hockey like gossip here like that's what a mouthful if you're gonna yeah, be like that's... a goal scorer like just call him Ghost, right? That's what you guys call yeah, him in good. Philly? Yeah, we call him Ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I love he, that. I was trying to read it the first time I saw it. I have no idea how to pronounce this guy's name. Well, no, he actually he played college hockey up in upstate New York, which is like mm-hmm. crazy at uh, Union College. And the fact that he actually made it out of there, kind of, uh, I would say, like, kind of state champs territory where they're from. He played yeah, a yeah, small yeah. college up there. So, um, Ghost is an awesome nickname. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's an epic nickname. Jeez. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm <laughs> sorry. I For two seconds, I looked at the game, and I thought we had picked up our eighth uh, penalty of the game, but they called it on somebody else. So, I'm back in. So, I'm <laughs> going to use this as a point to pivot. I just want to go back because I actually forgot. So, Grayscale, um, you guys are on Poc, uh, Punko's Pop. With um yes. with their cover, so I'm always interested in um the in in that series and those volumes and stuff. Um, how do you, do you get approached by whoever like but whoever run runs? I think Fearless the- runs it, right? Yeah, Fearless Records is the one who runs it. So, uh, they're the ones who are, it's, it's it's really just, it's it's because it's Fearless and it's a bunch of Fearless bands. It's so easy to. To like, especially for us, like they just contact us directly and go, "Hey guys, like, would you like to be on the compilation?" Oh, that's cool. Okay, so they so they come to you guys. You don't go to them. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And how, um, how do you go about like choosing a song? Did you guys choose a song, or do they choose a song? Yeah. Um, I know, like the he- like the 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 bigger bands per se. Uh, they will. Get first choice. Like I think Pierce Savale was on it. I I I have to look at the track listing, but like the bigger bands on the record label get the first choice. So like if somebody else wanted to do Justin Bieber, they get first choice. And then, um, yeah, we uh we we kind of narrowed it down to three songs and just kind of try to try. We we played with each of them, uh, like demoed them out and just kind of felt which one would be best for us and which one we'd be able to perform best. So uh, there was another Justin Bieber song. It was uh, "Love Yourself." Um, the other huge hit. Uh, oh, uh, not what uh, do you mean? Um, sorry. 
Yes, Sorry was the other one. And then I think a John Bellion song was our our next choice. Yeah. But yeah, we are all huge fans of John Bellion. But uh yeah, he um we kind of narrowed it down to those three, demoed them out, and just found that Love Yourself fit super well. Okay. Um, we just scored. That was a yes, yes, yes chant. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on. Sorry. There. Yeah, no, that's a yes, yes, yes chant. Yeah, so you don't have like... enough focus to be able to do two things at once. <laughs> Me? Like no, it's spinning it's around. No, I'm actually doing a very good job. You know what? Fuck you, Mike. There's a lot. I'm handling a lot right now. I'm doing the best I can. But uh, what... What was I gonna say? So yeah, so with with punk goes like, um, did you guys did, have you seen that be something that has grown your brand a little bit? Like, did did you did you enjoy it? Do you like do you play have you have you played uh, that cover at like any live shows and stuff? Um, we only played it once at the APMAs uh, last year. Um, it's not. I, I think for us, we'd rather like as a band, we like to play our own music live. Um, we've done covers in the past, and like we haven't headlined yet, so that might be something to do on a headliner. But like as as an opening band, I think we want to put out there our original material as much as possible. So we haven't played it live yet. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's been huge. I, I think it's been huge for the band. I think everyone seems to love those compilation albums. Um, even, I remember I mean, the first know, one that came out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, I remember Omnium, listening to like. I think that was that. <laughs> that song was on that first one. I was in high school yeah. when that one came out. Jeez, yeah, I, I remember like August Burns Red did like "Baby One More Time" or something by Britney Spears, and I thought that was like the craziest thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember like really liking those in like high school, and middle school, and in co- even college, and then to get the opportunity to be on one is just like an honor, really, for us. And it was really cool to. It was really fun to do. And I think people really like those compilation albums. So, like, that song, and especially getting the music video out there. Um, yeah, the yeah, definitely helped awesome. us out a bit. Yeah, the video is awesome. Did they did they ask you for a video, too, or you just guys thought, like, uh, oh, yeah, it came out did. well? or? Uh, they did. I think um, they just picked, like, three or four uh, songs to do videos for. Yeah. Uh, even, like, uh, I remember, I think it was Punk Goes the... Crunk. Punk Goes Crunk. Oh, jeez. That one. I is... remember that visit. I remember that. They only did one of those, right? <laughs> that, that was uh, funny. Yeah, no, I can't think of a, of a second one. I, think, I know that yeah, a data remember did. A data remember did uh, since you've been gone. That was the first. That was the first data remember song I actually heard was that cover. Yeah, that's a great cover. Great yeah. original song too. Jeez. Yeah, I feel like um, like the like the the albums are cool, but there's always like one or two that jump out at you on like every time they put one out like who did there is like the best obviously oh yeah definitely uh, i mean sometimes yeah. it doesn't translate as well like even though it, like, i don't know it's, it's hard to, like you can definitely make it work but sometimes the covers are just like i don't know if that worked but yeah i think it did listener. i mean you you guys and seaway's closer was really was good too uh, i think oh yeah yeah i think I'm wearing yeah, a seaway hoodie right now i love those boys oh toronto Oh yeah, I like Toronto. To, Toronto's a nice city. Yeah, we're trying to get we, we want to get them on because uh, they're Leafs fans. So I want to fight somebody. Oh, I've been yeah, way too big Leafs fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Leafs I want to. Yeah, so, and the Philly, and obviously you representing Philly, you're just super nice. So I'm not. So I'm just gonna see if I can fight somebody from Seaway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I'm sure not he has some takers. Not taking it. Not taking it to you. If you ever talk to him, <laughs> oh, I'm looking for their ass. Can't be nice all the time. It gets too uh, too predictable. So um, speaking of merch, which is funny you brought it up because that was my next my next uh, question. So you guys got uh, Mikey showed me that NASCAR. Um, oh, yeah. Shirt. Yeah. Racing line. Yep. 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 And the Sixer. You guys have Sixers merch. You guys have any uh, any Flyers merch? Um, not right now. Um, we I, have we done some in the past. Maybe we haven't. I think we've had like mock-ups for some in the past. Um, we've done an Eagles one when they won the Super Bowl. It was like a limited drop that we did. Um, I can't remember if we did one for the Flyers before, but it's something that I'm sure we'll get around to doing eventually. But it's just a matter of like when when the right time to do it is. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you guys are having a tougher season than normal, so it's probably yeah. There's Probably. not much hype behind the Flyers right now. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, like I said, the colors are dope and the logo is dope. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. I mean, I think the Flyers have sick jerseys. Absolutely sick jerseys. Yeah, the, I, the, I mean, they're so they're simple. I like the uh, the different colored nameplate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. when it's black. I think, right, the nameplate's black, right, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, I believe so. It or depends white. on which, uh, which... I know the... Orange jerseys. I think they have like an orange block, and then it's like white text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like different color from the rest of the jersey, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's dope. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, for sure. So um, with that NASCAR line, yeah. uh, I know that there was a pretty big name at the show in Charlotte with uh, Dale Jr. Oh, <laughs> did uh he stop by and say like he really dug what you guys had? I honestly didn't get to see him. We he came when he came to the show. Um, he was he. I guess he arrived right when we got on stage, and um, yeah, we were like packing up. I didn't even get to see him. I didn't get to talk to him. Super bummed about that. If Dale Earnhardt's uh, listening, um, have a round too at some point because I was bummed <laughs> out. I was like, man, I want to drink beers with Dale. And it never <laughs> happened. <laughs> I was bummed out. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually walked by him because uh, a friend of oh, mine really? produces his his podcast. and That's right, you were saying that. And I walked by him, and I would not have picked him out of a lineup in a million years. Like, really? Very, yeah, very uh, normal-looking dude. I am sure. He, I, I feel like I would have recognized him just because like, I've seen his face so much on television before. But um, we were actually talking to his agent for a little while. He was at uh, at the show before he uh, Dale was. He's super nice, really cool dude. Yeah, and it was it's a re- crazy that uh, he's such a huge Danger Summer fan. Yeah, he, I mean, from what I've heard and gathered from Danger Summer guys, uh, he's just a huge music fan in general, which is really cool. I've always been like curious about the crossover between music and sports. It always seems to be like. The top athletes in the world are huge music fans and vice versa. I think that's always really interesting. But I feel oh, like yeah. they always like top 40 music. And maybe I'm <laughs> wrong. Like if there's some athletes here and there, them. I guess. Yeah. But I feel like they're also they're all like I feel like they're also in like they they meet each other and hang out because they are in the top 40. So like it's almost like supporting your friends in a way, in, like an interesting way. Because yeah. they're all like, I feel like they get to meet. Like, I'm. It's not like I'm out there meeting Bruno Mars every day or whatever. <laughs> but, but he's probably hanging out with LeBron James. Yeah, 
Would I, you say that Dale is like? I'm the, kind of speechless because that was just the weirdest like visual in my head is like LeBron James <laughs> just like chilling with Bruno Mars. He's like, yeah, like, like three getting like gone. brunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You would you say that Dale? Moses? I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Would you say that Dale's like the biggest guy to uh, to come to one of your shows, or do you know of any other uh, like um, celebrities geez. or athletes that are into grayscale? Um, hmm. I th- I would probably say that he would be. I can't. Nothing's coming to mind right now. Um. Because it was kind of funny in like, I would say 2003, I went to a Spill Canvas show in New York City. Okay. Like before like Spill Spill Canvas kind of blew up a little bit. And there was probably only 15 people in the whole in in the whole venue. And one of one of the people there was Julia Stiles. (laughs) No way. Yeah. She was like, it was like such a weird, weird environment to be in, like seeing because she it's, just was in that big like dancing movie and she was yeah, like pretty yeah. popular at the time and the fact that she was just also a spill canvas fan kind of blew me away a little bit yes it's, it's interesting because i mean like you really think about it like everyone has access to spotify everyone has access to itunes or whatever i mean you you everyone and everyone loves music so you never know who you're gonna run into at a show you have no idea who's a fan of you really yeah, yeah that's cool. So, um, before I ask you my next question, I, I I hear that you've just brought up bottomless mimosas. I see you dabble in brunch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I dabble in brunch. Big, oh, big foodie. This is huge. <laughs> I'm a big time brunch guy. Oh, I I love to hear it. What's it? So, just because this is vital information, most Got people you. need to know um, about like our lunch. You know, I want to talk about food. Because people, yeah, we have a dude, big foodie following food. as well. Uh, okay. What's your what's your go to brunch like lately? Oh, let me mm-hmm. tell you something. I have been eating crab cakes and poached eggs with a little bit of hollandaise sauce. Dude, hollandaise been... sauce is I could drink that shit. The tits. Oh my! Are it's you kidding the me? Best. I love and I love <laughs> and you just automatically know like like I'm looking at Mike and I'm thinking Mike would call it holiday sauce, and I just know <laughs> that you're like an un uncultured swine i'm just you you don't even know what we're talking about (laughs) i actually have never had it before i'm not gonna lie oh man you'd be stupid and call it it holiday sauce gotta do it (laughs) holidays is amazing yeah now are you are you jeez oh are you a mimosa guy uh yeah i i'm really orange juice is definitely like the top drink for me okay and so yeah I mean, like orange juice and vodka is great, but like, yeah, mimosas are great. Yeah, honest mimosas are even better. Yeah, for sure. See, I was worried that you were a um, a Bloody Mary guy, and I'm just not with oh, tomato man. juice. I sipped one Bloody Mary my entire life, and I almost, I almost vomited. Really? It was so, like, and I like horseradish, and I like like salty things, and yeah. man, it was just too much. That's that's. Yeah, I don't know. I can't get past it. I feel like to be like a true brunch aficionado, like you have to be all in on like ev- on like Bloody Marys, and I'm just not. It's just yeah. very, very, it's, it's extremely difficult. I've um, tried. It's like stouts. I've tried. To, I've tried to get into stouts and porters. Yeah. No matter what I do, and no matter what I try, like I just can't. Really? I don't know why. I, and I've like given it my all. I've tried a bunch of them. Oh, 
Okay. I'll give you a pass on it then. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I don't ever like go out of my way to, to drink like dark, heavy beer. Yeah, uh, it, it's something like, I, and I know people love them, and I've, I've definitely had one or two that I, I liked, but it's like every single one of them advertises themselves as like a, a chocolate coffee stout. Yeah. And I drink it, and it's like, this tastes like really high ABV Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> like, it never tastes like coffee or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's like vanilla bean porter. Like, oh, this, yeah. this, this, like, this might taste like melted ice cream. <laughs> it never does. Why does it no. never taste like melted ice cream? It's ridiculous. But occasionally you do get one that really does taste like that. And then it's like, wow, this is what I've been missing this whole time. There this is, to, must be what everyone's raving about. There used to be one called Sweet Baby Ray's, like, uh, or what was it? No, it was uh, Sweet Baby Barbecue Jesus. Sauce? No, no, no. Oh, that, yes. Yeah, I know. I fucked that up. It's Sweet, <laughs> sweet Baby Jesus. Baby Ray's is barbecue sauce. Sweet Baby Jesus. Yeah, Sweet Jesus Baby Jesus like, is pretty good. That's like the chocolate that? one, like right? Peanut butter chocolate, yeah. Yeah, I've had that one. Now, that one's pretty good. That's yeah. one I could, I could definitely uh, stomach. But yeah, for brunch, like... I would say I'm usually a savory guy, like in Imagine all things. Uh, like, what were you gonna say? Sorry. No, no, no. You know what happens sometimes is like my internet gets a little messed up, and oh, all of a sudden it slows down. So you sound like this, but it doesn't sound like that when I put it out. So I'm playing catch up. <laughs> gotcha. So I was no, gonna say. I was just saying. Yeah. Oh, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. You go oh ahead. yeah, this is getting really bad. I apologize. I was gonna say you probably over there. I'm like, like, why is this asshole drinking barbecue sauce? <laughs> yeah, wow. sweet baby. I mean, like, I wouldn't blame you. Sweet baby rays is a quality product. It's pretty so, good, <laughs> you know. It's but good. yeah, um, what was it? Uh, what was it? Oh yeah, usually like I would say I'm a savory guy. Yeah. Like if I'm at dinner, like my dessert would be hot wings. Like I don't need cake. Just give yeah. me more, more hot wings and blue cheese. Awesome. But for some reason, brunch, like French toast at, with like berries and stuff, that's like my go-to. Like a crazy French toast with like cinnamon on it. I got to do it for sure. And now that we're so far off the rails, we're not even on the train anymore. <laughs> Pat's yeah, or Gina's? Where are we? Uh, Pat's easy. Really? Yeah. Gina's gives you the medallions instead of chopping up the meat. Not about it. Oh, okay. So that was probably the most definitive answer I've ever gotten. From somebody. <laughs> with with now, reason too. It, well, it, it, one, it doesn't feel like you get as much meat in it. And then, like I, I just it's way more chewy. Like I, I just want it chopped up, like like a traditional cheesesteak. But yeah. then, like they're not even. I mean, I haven't had Delisandros yet. I know everyone raves about that place. I gotta go. But like I lost. I also love. There's a place called John's Rose Pork. They have awesome cheesesteaks. Okay, it's real good. Okay, I think it's a For, band favorite. Um, I went to the only one I've been to because I haven't been to those two. What, what's it called, Tony? Tony Luke's. Oh, you know what? Tony Luke's is my current favorite. Oh, okay. Tony Luke's. I, I I just blanked on that. Tony Luke's is my current favorite. Their rolls are out of control, and they have these sweet potato fries right. with like uh, maple syrup and powdered sugar on them. Out right. of control. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Yeah. My so my sister goes to school in Nova, um, for for okay. law. So she's been there for three years, and she keeps promising me that we would get Pat's or Gino's, but we haven't. She just lies to me consistently, which is ridiculous. But uh, I went a while back and got I had Tony Luke's and it was really good. Yeah, Tony um, Luke's rocks, and it's close to the stadiums too. That's the place to go. Yeah, why is Pat's and Geno's like a base? Because because it's the only big ones in downtown Philly. 
it's it's not even really downtown Philly. It's just because they're literally across the street from each other. Yeah, and they have this big history of being like the first one. Yeah. So it's 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 not even like a who's better kind of thing. It's like we were here first, but we're literally across the street, and like it's it's just been this rivalry that's created. But like realistically, if you put a, 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 a Gino's cheesesteak in front of me, like I'm gonna eat it. Oh, it's still sure. really good. <laughs> like oh, for sure. Yeah, but there's this is a podcast, so we just. Like take sides. Com- compare and contrast stupid <laughs> shit and make you know whatever. Yeah, I um, what a dick move. Like like oh, I am a world famous Philly cheesesteak place, and then somebody walks across the street and says, "Fuck you." <laughs> it's like yeah. ten feet away from it. It's yeah, so it funny. No sense. It makes no sense. Like what? This is just really weird business on both sides. It works though. I mean, like it gets people there, no matter what side they're on. There's people there for sure. On and the then there is there's that weird like. Three to four minutes of sports history where Mark Sanchez was going to be your guy's messiah for the <laughs> yeah, Eagles. Yeah, made like three passes. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Monday, yeah. So then he goes down and he goes to Pats, and then he goes. He eats half a thing from there, and then half from the other one. And people are like, "You fucking kidding me? You got to <laughs> You can't do both. Kick him out of the city. Yeah, yeah. you can't pick. You can't pick both. It's yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that sucks you're going to be on tour, man. We're going to be in your town, like, next weekend. I would tell you to come bring me some uh, – come come hang yeah, out. I'll, I'll come bring, like, three or four cheesesteaks, and you got to decide. Blind test, though. Big time. Yeah, next time you guys are in the area, let me know. I'll, oh, for I'll sure. A, I'd definitely come to a game. I haven't been to one in a little bit. When um, when are you guys done uh, touring? I believe it ends the 28th or 29th, and then we're home all April. Uh, are you happy for that? Yeah, no, I, I'm stoked. I can't wait to just like take a chill pill. Um, been pretty we, as a band, we've been pretty busy the last few months. So, well, you yeah. guys just came off a warp tour too, right? Did you do the whole thing? Yeah, we did the whole thing. Was that the first time you did it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So first and last, huh? That's the way uh, to go out. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, no, I couldn't. Was... I couldn't check you out because uh, I sat in a seat <laughs> the whole time, the whole day. Oh, like in the, uh, the main, the main, uh, yeah, that's, just, that's like the most embarrassing moment of my life. <laughs> I sat in a seat the whole entire day at Warp Tour. Devin I don't, know. To make I don't know, man. Like there's so many good bands that play the main stage like all day long. You really, it's, it's probably the most comfortable way to do things really. Well, it, and they split the stage in half. So it was just like constant. Like there was probably yeah, band after band, a 30 after band. second break between each band. Mm hmm. So that was pretty cool, and uh, I just didn't get to explore some of the other stages, which was, you know, kind of a bummer. I I remember it being like super hot in Charlotte that day. Oh yeah, no, it, like I think it rained earlier. Oh too, yeah, and then it did, and, and it was super downpour. humid. Yep. Oh man, yeah. I remember, I remember that day. My friend Connor came out to the to that date. That was a fun day. Did uh Did you see the lineup for the new one? For the- I did. I saw the AC one uh, for Atlantic City. Yeah, pretty pretty stacked. I would, it's like Blink One Eight Two casually like on the third line down. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, what it was crazy. That was yeah. So that it's funny you bring that up because I haven't asked anybody about that. That was the first thing I noticed. Like, oh okay, we're just gonna go in in alphabetical order and put Blink One Eighty Two like <laughs> in the middle, like not with no warning, just gonna hit me with Blink One. Like I see, I've never seen Blink One Eighty Two in that font on a poster, mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, oh, this must be a cover band. <laughs> no, it's you know what it is. It's it's 
Ke- like the guys who run, like Kevin and all the guys who run Warp Tour, like they do an excellent job at being very fair to all the bands. Oh, for sure. Like the set list is ran or the uh, set times are completely randomized every day. There's no favorites. Everyone gets an equal shot to do like their job. You know, it's it's really it's actually really cool of them now to think about it that way. Yeah. How does he? How does this is okay? So this is this is cool. How does he work? that out do you know like 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 when he was choosing the set times and stuff like that like was it hometown heroes get like prime spots and then whoever's been playing good like you have to like earn your keep like how did that go there's that um there's definitely like an earn your keep kind of thing i've also heard like like, the band that stays out the latest that night he likes to make them play earliest the next morning (laughs) (laughs) I'm, i'm sure that happens too if he's if he's friends with you it's um, it's pre- it's pretty randomized. There's definitely like, I think when we were in Philly, we kind of like we we talked to the stage guys. We were like, hey, like, could you put in a word just to have us play like not first that day because we have like tons of family coming, and like they they'll definitely be reasonable with you. Like they're not gonna be like, oh no, dude, like you're on first, enjoy. But um, it's I think it's just pretty much randomized. Like I I, I know they have like, I guess. Some of like the bands that hit heavier may be a little bit later in the day because they'll still draw bands to the stage, like rather than like having. I, I mean, it, but that's just a guess. Like I don't know. I could be totally wrong. It could be yeah. just random. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. Pro- I mean, obviously, it's something that you're not like really have a hand in. So it's a tough question yeah. to answer. But I was just wondering, you know, like how he chooses and stuff like that. If you ever had, uh, if you ever had like any insight on that. Mm-hmm. Kids yeah, these I'm days are spoiled, man. Just... <laughs> yeah. Because I remember it. having to bring, like, no joke, a pad and a pencil and writing down set times when I went when I was in high school. Like, because oh, it, yeah. it was like a piece it of was paper. Be- it was like, yeah, it was before the day of smartphone. On, like, you know, I had a flip phone. You're not going to be able to take a picture of the, st- of the set times with that thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just watching all these kids with their smartphones taking pictures. I was like, man, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Um so, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, you said that Grayscale is never headlined yet. Are are you guys planning that this coming year? Or are you heading um, or what's next for Grayscale? Um it's it, that's kinda like we have we have a bunch of stuff planned this year. Um not at liberty to really say what's going on quite yet. Because it's it's just everything's still in the works. Everything's still getting like finalized. We're just not. We don't really like. We're not having like really sure about exactly what's going to be happening this year yet. So I don't want to like step out, say we're doing this, and then it changes, and everyone's like, "Wow!" Yeah, no, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I keep. Why do I keep losing my train of thought? I'm like I'm shoes and hockey and yeah I'm I'm so sorry I I, <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm I am dude I am all over the place man we you I, I had a week I had myself a weekend for St Patrick's Day and <laughs> city and Islanders games and we have so much going on and I'm sure you don't you're like dude I'm on tour so I don't really give a fuck about your your struggles at all right now <laughs> um but no 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 yeah yeah so um. You're on your way to, to dinner. We're gonna let you uh, get going there with and just casually hang out with 
state champs, like, okay. Yeah, the boys. Uh, that's awesome. Some cheesecake factory. <laughs> yeah. Dabble into the, the peanut butter fudge cheesecake. Yeah, go for I it. I think I got my eyes on that. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, Mikey, you got anything else for your boy? No, I, I, it was just kind of cool when I saw you on Wednesday night. You were saying how you were uh, actually watching some puck on the side stage, which is kind of cool to hear that bands are doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had the TV going. I think it was like that. maybe the Devil's game. I, I can't remember now. But, yeah, every time I, I walk in anywhere near the State Champs uh, green room, they got hockey on TV. Oh, they big hockey guys? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Oh. I know. Yeah, I mean, dude, Derek is. I know Derek is. He had the. He, he was even wearing a Lemieux jersey the other day, which I mean, it's a Penguins jersey, so it's not my favorite thing in the world. But you gotta respect. You gotta respect game. You can't can't hate on Mario Lemieux. Oh, for sure, Super Mario. So, yeah. uh, great. Yeah, man. So hook a brother up. Talk to talk to him for us. We need. We're running <laughs> out of running out of guests. Get some <laughs> insight. Yeah, man. Yeah, let me know. Um. But other than that, man, uh, stay safe, have fun, kill the rest Thank of the you. tour, and uh, we'll keep in touch, man. Hopefully you come back on. Maybe the Flyers will pull out a miracle and you'll have some more to talk about with us. Yeah. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Thanks, man. Thanks, Jason. times that you made me feel small, I fell in love, now I feel nothing at all. I never felt so low. Michael, what is up? Yeah, what a that. sweet interview, and I'm just like so thankful to Andrew to you know for making time on the road to hop on our pod. Like that means the world to us. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, it was huge. Thank you so much. Um, awesome interview. Um, it's cool to be talking to somebody that was that is you brought it. You just brought it up. It's awesome that that is currently touring. Um, touring to me. I, I mean, I guess to anybody who's not really, you know, musically inclined, like can't play music. So it's never, I always wonder what a tour would be like, like how it's gotta be fun on the road, like a little bit, you know, uh, hanging out and meeting new people. It's also gotta people. be uh, a drain, man. Like there's both there. sides. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's so awesome for some of these newer bands that are going out on these huge tours, like the exposure they get every single night. Like I was trying to talk with Andrew uh, down here in Charlotte after, after their set and like their merch table was just swarmed. Like no joke, like a line all the way down the bar, just like to, to like say what's up to them. So I'm sure they're just killing it this tour and grayscale's got a bright future. That's pretty, um, that's like a pretty good sign of um, where they're at and where any band is at, really. Um, yeah, and I can't really even like read the Charlotte music scene. I've been here for three and a half years and I've, you know, I try to go to as many shows as I can. 
and I still just can't really understand the scene here because yeah. it's not it's not like Long Island. It's completely different. Like I'll be seeing finance bros at shows because you know Charlotte's a big finance city, and you know they'll be wearing their like loafers and their Patagonian vests or whatever the hell that brand is, and like they'll be rocking out to like the story so far. And it's just like such a weird music scene here. Yeah, well, you know, um, you're some people grow up and then some people like us don't. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, you have your teenage years and your and your early college years and and you're listening to that type of music. And then you get a job in corporate America. And you still love the music, but your wardrobe doesn't match. That's why you got to go on. Um, you know, go to merch tables, rock that stuff, go on to independent clothing websites like www.yesmenoutfitters, that's with the S.com, and just grab cool stuff like that so you don't look like a jerk, wasteoid dweeb at your Charlotte, local Charlotte music scenes. But uh, yeah, and as you can tell, I was very, I was, I would say very, I was somewhat distracted. Um, it's really tough. Uh, when we record, I, there's only been one other time where we recorded while an Islander game was going on, um, and it was I was at I was at the office when I recorded it, so I was looking right at the TV so I could look and listen at the same time and be okay. When I'm at home, uh, my TV is behind me, and the entire time I was like turning around, like turning around, watching the game, listening, um, which is you know tough. And now I just realized that if I look to my right, there's a mirror and I can see the entire TV without having to turn completely around. So, yeah. Uh, Get it together, man. Yeah, I'm just not, you know, I'm not a big excuses guy. I'm not going to sit here and I'm huge on accountability. Um, but it's just what do you want me to do? Like, I just. These are huge games too. Like had a good weekend. Yeah, had a good weekend. Didn't come in as hot as I, as I normally do on the pod. And then, uh, and then we got a big time game playing in in the state of hockey over there. So, but Andrew was awesome. Um, I loved him. I love talking about brunch. I love talking about cheese steaks, and love talking about Wayne Simmons. Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. What you know? Yeah, everyone who's listening, uh, you know, we we have. For example, this one gentleman that gave us a shout out in the UK, listening to the pod oh. and saying that he he's really digging Capstan and he checked him out because of this podcast. So like that right there, just like was the stamp of approval that I needed to know that, you know, some people who might be just like fans of Yesman Outfitters or the Isles Meetup stuff that we're doing are now getting some exposure to bands they probably never heard of. So I'm hoping people that are listening tonight go and check out Grayscale because they are doing pop punk like like it should be done. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, that they're uh they're they're definitely they're definitely a little bit different than Capstan. Um but they are certainly more the new the the new age pop punk that we're hearing a lot. Um, and they have so much going on. You know, they have so much happening or about to happen. Um, it was so tough. I mean, you know, obviously we asked him, hey, you know, what do you got coming up? And he was like, ah, I can't really talk about it. But, you know, w- 
we know, you know, we know about how much, you know, that they have lined up and they just, it's good to talk to people that are working as hard, you know, on their craft and their art, you know, as, as I am, you know, I know that you're a teacher, but you, you work your ass off too, but it's just good to, to hear people, um, and talk to people that, that are working their ass off. So there's so much to look forward to for them. Um, it's kind of funny that we're, this is episode eight and three of our guests are fearless records, uh, members <laughs> yeah i never even realized we talked to baza last on the last episode and i looked up um their record label and then i i did get uh curious and start looking up everybody else's record labels like i said i'm not really like a big background guy and um it's more about the music uh you know more about purity but uh yeah they... so we got nick from gatsby's capstan and then uh grayscale, grayscale three fearless, yeah. yeah three fearless records bands yeah, for sure. Uh, they have a monstrous label, um, and then I didn't know that. I sh- I guess I should have known, but they do run. Uh, they do run Pop Goes. Yep. Uh, Pump Goes. So, um, that was that was cool to talk about. That I. Um, like I said, they're not all killers. I don't love them all, but definitely the last one with with them on it. Um, doing like we talked about. Like I love their cover of Justin Bieber and. Uh, you also had um, dance, Gavin, dance with that uh, that Bruno Mars song. I thought that was pretty cool. The strawberry, whatever. Yeah, and they had closer the champagne on there. or whatever. They had Seaway, um, doing closer, um, and I called them out, which is kind of scary because I don't know them, but I'm man of my word. <laughs> so I may have just challenged an entire band of hockey playing Canadians to it. Yeah, there. There's a there's an entire music video of them just being tough ass Canadian people like drinking maple syrup and like eating poutine and stuff. So I just called them out. So be on alert, Michael, because you you're roped in. You can get it too, <laughs> dude. You you think this this guy is fighting anyone? Come on now. Imagine you were just wa- walking Rufio, and then suddenly like the guitarist from Seaway just jumps out and fucking destroys you over the head with a guitar. Uh- <laughs> I don't think I could take a punch these days. Yeah. I think I would just be done. Probably. You're not, you're not jumping in the pit? No, dude. I'm sitting in fucking seats at Warp Tour. You think I'm jumping in the fucking pit? We're never letting you live that down. I, it's so funny, too, because, like, we forget that, like, you know, whoever we're interviewing, they obviously don't know that story, but the listeners do. So it just come. It just we find a way to bring it up in every single interview. People are probably getting sick of it by now. Like, all right, we get it. But no, it, this it's something that I'm not gonna let you live down, just because it makes you look so much older than me. <laughs> it's just facts of life, man. Yeah, which yeah. So, um, but shout out to Matt Dillner, who uh, we we mentioned earlier in the episode because he was the oldest guy at the show on Wednesday night, taking the prize for me, and probably the tallest, if I had to guess, and the coolest. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that goes without saying. If you know Matt, you know. Um, but yeah, he's he's awesome, and and that was that was so what a weird, funny fact to let Andrew know that he had Dale Earnhardt Jr. at his show. Yeah, you know the all the bands on that tour knew knew that Dale was coming, and like I saw a few of the state champs guys tweeting out like, "Oh, I can't wait to like just crush a million beers with Dale Jr." Yeah, so I. 
I think Andrew misunderstood when you said um, most celebrities listen to top forty. I think he thought you. I think he thought you were saying that most most of the celebrities that come to that come to music events are f- like top forty celebrities in the U.S. <laughs> I think that was kind of where he misunderstood, but it's it's true that I I agree with you. Like you don't see anybody. Um, or at least you don't outwardly hear about anybody listening to the same music we do that are big time celebrities. So, um, yeah, and I would love to know what like NHL players are, are listening to. Like, are they into this music scene? Like, is there that crossover too? And yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think there is. Like, I've heard some of the music that's playing in the background of the Islanders locker room, and it's kind of embarrassing. Oh, shut up! Anything <laughs> to get them going, man. Yeah, yeah, like Ariana Grande or whatever. <laughs> Oh my God! Just I I don't even care. This is being recorded, and I'm gonna say it right now. Thank you. Next is a fucking bop. That song you don't even know. You don't even know what that song is. I do. I do. Um, I don't don't know how I feel about her. But it wasn't a match. I think I I guess I'm Team Pete Davidson. I think everybody. You wait. Say it again. You were. You weren't. No, I am. Like, I love Pete Davidson. You could also love Mac Miller and not put the two together. Like, it's not Pete's fault. I'm sure it was a little bit. No. Oh, well, no, absolutely not. I see what you're saying, but no. I don't, you know, <laughs> just take it when you can get it. Like, I don't. I, no, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Ariana Grande looks at you and yeah. says, like, yeah, Ariana Grande looks at you and says, like, oh, like, I want to be your your wife. You say, okay, my wife. Like, that's it. You don't, even if you don't like her, you do those things. So, whatever. We're not a, uh, we're not going to get into that any deeper. I just wanted to point out that Thank You Next is a dope song. Um, yeah. And other than the interview we just hosted, uh, big win. Big, big win for the New York Islanders in the state of hockey. Uh, Not the best game. Like, you know, where they end up. How many times have we said that? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, there really isn't, like, there isn't a stretch. I mean, I noticed it pointed out if I'm wrong, but there hasn't been a stretch where they've ever really played great hockey for a while. It's, It's very difficult to say... Those games where they like they just sit like I guess it would have to be the six game stretch when we first took first place from Washington. Like when they they just absolutely obliterated New Jersey, then they went into went into Washington and just like kept them in a full Nelson for the entire game like that, like that style of play that we all love that we see. They've never really had it sustained just that one cup those couple of games like. They've won ugly so many times, and it's it, it's just I don't even. And my favorite part, and it, my favorite part is it, it makes the numbers look so unnecessary. Like fuck statistics. They take four shots a game, but they put in three of them. Like you know what I mean? Like who cares? Yeah, I think Barry made a comment about that uh, either in the last game or the one before that about how like, yeah, we get out uh, shot like a lot, but. We win, and we we have more goals on those shots than the other team. So, like, we're doing something right. We just don't do numbers. 
we're not a, we're not numbers people and 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 that works for me. Yeah, so they're always like kind of out statist out stat battled, but yeah, they just uh you know, I'm just win, baby. That's it. I don't care. Um you're li- you're missing Sezikis and yeah, able to pull one out. I Matt Barnes out is just a human overtime cheat code. I, I mean, I can't it's it's insane. I I'm I'm excited. They have with with today's win, I believe they have the best winning percentage in overtime. Yeah, they were second before the game, so I I think they might have creeped up into that first spot. I yeah. I love that that first line now. I hope that sticks. I think that's going to get a little more productivity out of uh out of Anders and out of Brock, so Keep yeah, that. I mean, out of Eberly, sorry. Eberly, yeah. Well, Barzal seemed to have turned it around. Um, like he just looks like he's playing with a with a with a better step, um, and uh, playing with a hot hand. I feel bad for Bo. Like he just can't get out of his own way, and he's trying, man. Like the effort's there. He's just not he's just not putting it in there. He's not strong on the puck, and he's giving up a lot. Um, surprised to see Greiser playing in both ends of a back-to-back after he's played for five games for Laner and Laner's on the bench, so it's not like he's hurt. And I guess Barry's just playing the hot hand right now and um, taking advantage of the situation and giving Laner as much time as he can before putting him back in there. Um, and we'll see what happens on Tuesday, but he's looked good, man. I mean, even one of the like the first goal against Detroit yesterday, there's nothing you can do about Pollock put, taking one off the leg. Like, what do you want? I mean, he's kept, he's kept, he, you know, there hasn't been any blowouts. He's kept all the, he's kept us in every game. He's got a couple shutouts. He's kept, kept it below two in just about every game. He hasn't given up more than two goals. So he's on a really good string right now. And, um, I thought I started hearing people prior to the injury, putting Laner in, um, for Vesnia, uh, Vesnia, candidate but i think that's kind of i don't think he's gonna win it he's not gonna play he hasn't he hasn't played enough games as compared to everybody else so um but yeah um yeah the goal you know I, i'm i'm gonna butcher his name but the goalie in tampa bay he, it's got to be vasileski it's got to be his yeah it's gonna it's gonna, be, it's gonna be him but um yeah tampa bay is just a super boring team and not compelling so we're not gonna expand upon it um Mikey, you know that we're we're big in transparency. Uh, we let everybody know what's going on. So I'm just gonna tell everybody right now. I'm shot, kid. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It, it's you had a a a wild weekend. It's St. Patrick's Day. You know, I wouldn't expect anything else. Uh, I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those of you who are thinking this kid's hungover, he's not. I promise, I'm not. It's just I'm mentally shot. From all the big brain, like, like being funny on Twitter takes a lot out of you. Um, running a podcast, very difficult. Being in the city and just throwing it down as hard as you possibly can mentally just takes a lot out of you in your brain. So um, you need some time to recoup. I'm so excited that we got to talk to Andrew today. Um, hopefully we'll have him back on. And uh, I hope that he lets me know where to eat um, cheesesteaks and brunch in Philly for this weekend, man. Yeah, enjoy the weekend. Uh, hopefully, a few more people buy some tickets from from Brett yeah, and the Philly group. It's and gonna be all the way up till Friday. You can buy tickets. So 
we're at like we're almost at a hundred. I think it might it may it may have peaked today. I gotta look again, but that's huge, man. You know that that's a a real statement for these groups and just a, a statement for the Islander fans to to go with numbers like that in an opposing team's arena and one that most people kind of steer away from because of the reputation they have. So power to Isles meetups, man. Killing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, with that, man, we're going to have a good night, man. All right, brother. Peace be with you. And also with you. Yeah.